Hey everybody, it's JT. What is on your holiday meal shopping list? Well, I would suggest Painted Hills Natural Beef. It is some of the best beef in the world. And your friends and family will be thanking you for a long time if you serve Painted Hills Natural Beef for your holiday meals. And now you can buy it online just by going to PaintedHillsBeef.com. Use the code BBQNATION at checkout and save yourself 15% on your order. Give Painted Hills Natural Beef a place on your table this holiday season. This is Barbecue Nation After Hours with JT, the conversation that took place after the broadcast ended. Hey everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Hey, everybody. Welcome to After Hours here on the Barbecue Nation Radio Network. I'm JT, and today we're talking with uh, Dennis Butterworth uh, from War Pigs Barbecue down in Houston. Dennis has been kind enough to stick around after the regular show and, and do this with me. Um, and we'd like to thank all of our people out there who make this happen. So I got a couple of questions for you here, Dennis, that kind of get okay. this started. Um, do you think that the TV shows have helped or hindered the world of barbecue? I, a little bit of both. So I, I, I'm not one of those purists that says, oh, you know, pitmasters ruined everything. No, it brought a lot of nationwide attention to the sport of barbecue. Right. And look at all the stores now that normally didn't carry barbecue products, carry them. You know, and, and yeah, it made household names out of some of these guys that probably shouldn't be household names you know, <laughs> because they've never really want, want anything. They were just TV characters. Right. But that's that's the nature of the beast. It's like that in every industry, you know, from the tattoo shows and the auto shows and the motorcycle building shows, you know. But I, I think it's done a lot of it's done more for it than it hasn't, you know, more good than bad. Well, I know. um I think it was the first time I ever interviewed Myron. Now I've been on a reality show. Okay. And it was horrid and they don't air it anymore. And I'm so thankful. Um, <laughs> but you know, Myron came on, he goes, well, and I can't even do Myron's accent, but it was basically, um, there ain't nothing real about a beep, beep, beep reality show. So, and, and you did, you said you did some stuff. I did. And I know that I did. And the comment you made in the regular show was, I think, spot on. You do as well as the producers want you to. Oh, it's a hundred percent. The yeah. show we were on was called the grill of victory. And, you know, I was grilling my potatoes for my potato salad and they knew what I was doing and they come over and demanded an interview. Oh, we need to, you need you to come over here and interview. I said, I can't, I got to wash these potatoes. No, we need you now. So as soon as I walk off, the potatoes light up on fire and burn. You know, yeah. I said, I said, you guys knew exactly what you were causing there, and it caused us to lose, which cost us the show and you know ten grand. Right. But it's just you know, and, and that's it. And it's okay. That sounded good, but do it again. Say it like this. Now say it like this, and it's just oh my god. Well, in my case, wild. They actually just called me like two weeks before the show because I think somebody dropped out. And they were probably surfing the web and found me up here. And um, this was supposed to be a show about Texas State Fair food. All right. Okay. And a lot of the guys that were competing were vendors from the Texas State Fair. But there was three of us that weren't from the fair. 
one of them was down in your area, uh, Jimmy, who had the chicken fried steak guy down there. And okay. uh, and he obviously had gotten crossways somewhere along the road with a couple of these barbecue judges because they didn't like him and he didn't like them. But regardless. <laughs> so <clears throat> they said, send us. Send us two recipes that you have that you could do um, that you would find at a, at a state fair. So I did, and I sent them a, a fish recipe. And then, um, then I sent them this other thing, which was really kind of a sausage on a stick. And they had to be deep fried. All right. Well, when I got there and they, they go, you send them that and they supposedly go shopping and, and there's lots of food on the set. There's racks of it. You can't see them on camera. You can go get anything you need, but they didn't buy the fish. And I said, where's my fish? Oh, the producers decided that they, you wouldn't see a deep fried fish at a, at a state fair. I said, listen, I come from the West coast. You there, there's always fish and chips type dishes that you can do at yeah. a state fair. I said, I've been to the Texas state fair and there's fried fish there. Well, oh, yeah. Catfish. yeah. And they wouldn't, they wouldn't do it. So then they, I had to adapt this other recipe, um, which was kind of a, a sausage, uh, you know, deep fried and ripped and it would, and it was wrapped in a, kind of a phyllo dough and it had some chilies and green peppers and stuff in it. Uh, and I'd made a chipotle sauce. They said it was a breakfast sausage, which it was not, you know? Yeah. So I get up there in front of the judges and here is some sliced oranges and some coleslaw. <laughs> and they go, well, what is breakfast? This is supposed to be breakfast. Would you eat this for breakfast? And I said, yeah. So, I mean, I was really pissed when this was done. Yeah. I was fuming. So, <laughs> yeah, if, a, yeah, so they take you off and they want to interview you, you know? And so I'd kind of made friends with the audio guy, go figure. And we're standing there and they've got this young producer lady coming in and she's, you know, they always ask the same questions. What would it mean for you to win this competition? Oh, I've been dreaming of it my whole life. I was, uh, and so they asked me that that's not the answer I gave them. Um, and so she asked me some other question and I said, do you want me to tell you the truth? And I was just, I was just staring right at her and the audio kids behind her waving his arms in the air going, no, 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 don't, don't, don't say that. You know, cause he knew it too. He knew it too. Yeah. And there was three of us that were really pissed. So anyway, um, so if you're listening to this, folks, you know, you can watch the food reality shows. They're fun. The ones mm -hmm. by the Food Network and stuff are pretty well done and that. But don't don't really ever think it's a fair competition. I'll put it that way. <laughs> yeah. And if you notice, the Food Network has gotten really bad about recycling contestants. It's like they can't find new ones. Right. I see. I watch all the baking shows. I like watching shows where people do stuff I can't do and baking is one of them. So right. I love watching all those baking championships and the cupcake wars and stuff. And you see the same contestants over and over. I keep thinking, what can y'all not find any fresh meat? You know, I yeah. mean, it's the same people just on a different show. And that gets frustrating because it's like, they want those people to win 
over, you know, they choose, they choose drama and character over quality. And you used to see that on the next food network star a lot. Yeah. Where you know, that person had no business staying, but they, uh, they paid, they left them there because, you know, they brought drama and, and edginess to the show. Whereas the better cook left because he was boring, you know? Yeah. <laughs> he just, yeah. He, yeah. He wasn't the character because it's all about creating characters and driving up ratings, you know? And then, well, and the it's, trick it's to frustrating, our, but it is what it is. The trick to our deal was this: it was supposed to be about the Texas State Fair. Okay, mm-hmm. we filmed it in Macon, Georgia, <laughs> at an abandoned. Uh, may, may have not been abandoned. Maybe it was just shut down because we filmed it in February. Um, yeah. Fairgrounds, and they had carnival rides there and stuff, but I think they were permanent. Um, and they had planned for us to use that as a backdrop for the setting. And I know they were going to turn on the Ferris wheel and stuff. Well, it rained so bloody hard that they had to move us indoors, which put us behind 12 hours on the shoot. So they went into this empty building and all of a sudden they've got our cook stations there and they've got blow up cactuses. Okay. (laughs) And some straw bales. And and there was several of us wearing cowboy hats and stuff. I mean, because we were supposed to be at Texas State Fair. What do you do? You yeah. wear a cowboy hat at Texas State Fair. Um. Anyway, it was quite the quite the deal. And um, yeah, they knew the kid that was going to win. More power to him. Um, mm-hmm. He had a deep fried baked potato stuffed with bacon and French fries. Mm. And, and I'm like. Okay, that's cool, but it's not Carb- very original, Carb- but it's cool, you know. Carbzilla, yeah, yeah. Carbzilla, exactly. <laughs> and this kid weighs about twelve pounds, you know. So oh, anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, that's definitely something I tell people uh, on those barbecue shows is you know don't don't take a lot of advice from them because you know to sit there and watch a judge tell you he judges a brisket by spinning it around his finger and and trying to twirl it and all this like no they don't. You know, that's yeah. crap. It doesn't. It doesn't mean that you know the judges don't even do that. And first of all, in the judging room of a of, a, of an event. So, but it, it did give a lot of people false notions about how the barbecue should be when it's done. You know, it's down here in Texas. We like a little more tender than what some of the KCBS events do. And and so Myron and all these guys go on TV saying, "Well, the perfect rib is this." Well, that, that's the perfect rib to you. It's not the perfect rib across the country. Right. And and to have somebody from outside of Texas try to tell me what the perfect brisket is, it's hubris. Especially when it's, you know, oh, I spin it around my finger and I can roll it into a cute little uh, cylinder and put it on the cutting board. No, that's, that's not it. You know? <laughs> Get out of here with that mess. So, uh, it's, you know, they're being paid to say that by the directors and producers. Right. And most of the time, yeah. folks, the contestants do not get paid. On those shows. Right. That's why they have these shows, right? Because yeah. they don't have to pay talent. They just got to pay a couple of judges and right. and uh, and then get sponsors to cover the airtime. Right. And yeah. it, it's, it's um, if you think you're going to go make a living doing uh, reality shows, you might want to check in at the psych ward first. I'm just. Oh, yeah. 
MTV did that, right? I mean, they recycled the same people over and over in the day, back in the days when right. I was in college with the road rules in the real world. And those guys had to come out on top because they were constantly on the same, on those shows. Right. Uh, but there was only three or four, but the majority, yeah, you're not getting, you're not going to become a reality superstar by going on a barbecue show. Uh, you can make a name for yourself if you do well and you're a nice character, but they bring you back on some other shows. I've seen that, you know, even Myron's son, you know, had his own Food Network show for an episode or two. Right. Uh, a, co- a competition show. So, uh, you know, if, you, if you're a good character and you, and you come across great on the camera, they might find a home for you on another show. Sure. Absolutely. What's your greatest joy? Mm, my greatest joy. Wow, what a great question, huh? Um, my greatest joy is having a kid come up to me to competition tell me that they love my barbecue sauce and they use it all the time, you know, or, or, or a kid coming up and saying, Oh, cause my nickname is butter. Everybody calls me butter. Oh, you're, you're the butter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I, I, you know, I'm all over your Instagram and your TikTok, and, and I love your product. And, and it's funny to, you know, I'm not a celebrity by any means, but it's, it's fun to see them come up and, and act like, they're nervous to talk to you, you know, right. like, man, just come on, sit down on the trailer, you know, let's talk about it for a minute, you know, and I give them a bottle of sauce to go home with. And, and that's just exciting. You know, I don't have kids, so it's, it's fun to see that. And it really means I'm doing the right thing. How many people are on your team? There's six of us total. Uh, and all six of us will go to the big ones, but usually at a cook off, you might see one or two of us. I mean, I'm at all, all of them, obviously, but I may have a partner with me or, or two of us. It just depends on, if, you know, how far we're traveling. And sure. They've all had kids and wives, so they have to manage the soccer and the basketball games and the dance competitions versus barbecues. So. Yeah, well, that can be an issue, you know. It can. So, And I tell them, just show up to the ones you can. You know, it's all good. Yeah, I'll, I'll manage it. I, I do a lot of them by myself, but I like to have a teammate there just to have somebody to shoot the bull with. Yeah. Right. Right. So if you're, if you've got a couple guys with you, you're mm-hmm. the, you know, you're the pit master, you're the head boss there. What, what do you make them do? Just get you a beer. Well, they, they're really talented at washing dishes. You know, I make sure that they, <laughs> they've got talent in that level. <laughs> I've got two of them that are OCD and they clean like nobody's business. You know, if there's something dirty, they're after it. Um, but they, I do let them cook as well. You know, it, yeah. I'll, I don't like cooking chicken. So, I'm the first to say, hey, why don't you come up with a new idea for chicken and see what we can do? And so I let them cook chicken and I'll, I manage, everybody knows I'm the rib cook and, and then, and I handle the brisket as well. So uh, if they, they want to do pork or chicken, they can do that. Um, you know, unless they haven't done any cook-offs with me all year, they're not just going to show up out of the blue and, and cook. So they might run boxes or help with just hanging out and, yeah. you know, whatever I need. Sure. So, Keep you in the shade and make sure you you stay hydrated. That's right. It, you know, we just have a good time together. So a lot of them will show up just to hang out. You know, like oh, let's you know, let's see how we do. And and they everybody has their hand in it. You know, doing something. But you know, I just kind of manage it all. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's good. always my recipe, except for chicken. If somebody has a better idea, I, I let them go for it. <laughs> oh, there you go. Well, Dennis, <laughs> man, it's been great to talk to you again. Tell people how they can find you. Yeah, I really appreciate the time. Uh, so TX War Pig Barbecue on Instagram and Facebook, Texas War Pig Barbecue, um, uh, DW underscore butter on TikTok. I would love to see you guys on TikTok, comment on some of my videos. Uh, and warpigbarbecue.com, that's where you can find all of our products. 
uh, t-shirts, hats, masks, anything you need, sauce rubs, uh, big jugs of rub, big gallons of salt, anything you need. Um, you know, and Hey, one thing I forgot to tell you, and it's just bad on my part is all of our products donate back to veterans charities. You know, that's a big part of us is yeah. we donate money back to the folds of honor lone survivor foundation and, uh, the PTSD foundation of America. So anytime you're spending your hard earned dollars with us, we're turning around and donating it back to these veterans charities. And we've been able to donate a little over 60,000 in the last three years. And that really means oh, a lot. Great. That's terrific. Yeah, as I told you on the phone, I support them here in, in Portland and then a couple of national ones. Uh, up here, we do CCVAC, which is the Clark County Veterans Assistance Center. Um, okay. Did a couple of radiothons for them, raised about $100,000. Uh, nice. Yeah, and got, you know, some people to donate some different items to them that the veterans or if they're deployed their wives kid or husbands doesn't matter uh could make use of so it works yeah. out pretty good it's good yeah it's a, and that's the greatest feeling in the world right is to be able to write that check every quarter i do it you know and i never in a million years did i imagine i'd be able to donate this kind of money to veterans charities always wanted to um but it wasn't until i created the sauce products the sauces and the rubs that i found a way to do it yeah, excellent. Nice work, Dennis. Nice work. Thank you. Okay, folks, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another edition of After Hours here on Barbecue Nation. Get out there, cook something, enjoy your weekend, and take care. <laughs>